That was the intro. That was that was a lot. That is okay. the intro to Uncharted. You should have it memorized. Uh-huh. Anyway. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, it was a movie. We watched. We watched it. All right. Yes, Wes is correct. We watched Uncharted. It was a few weeks ago at this point, but because it is my favorite video game series of all time, we wanted to talk about it. And because Tom Holland is my favorite actor of all time, we had to talk about it. And because it. I put it, what, number four, number five in my most, I think number five? We were very excited for it. We were I mean, pretty excited, yeah. And I wasn't let down. Right, I think I I think I was quoted saying, I didn't. Ex- I don't expect this movie to be, like, amazing, but I'm excited for it, I hope it's fun. Something like that. Yeah. Don't quote me on my quote. Don't tell me what I, what I said. <laughs> Anyway, I know what I said. before we get to the movie in Wes's words, I'll just do a quick uh, production uh, rundown. I don't have a lot for you today. I can tell you that um, for many years, like dating all the way back to like, I don't know, like 2015 or before that, um, an Uncharted movie has been in the works, has been talked about. Um, they lost writers and directors and just couldn't get anything to stick for a while. They signed on. Uh, Mark Wahlberg to play Nathan Drake and then uh, a few years later after they lost another director and got got uh, Ruben Fleischer on board they wanted to go with a younger Tom Holland uh, to play Nathan Drake so that they could go with like an original story and not not um, you know they'd have they could work Tom Holland in uh, as a young Nathan Drake and, and then kind of see him get a little older and then uh, work work into his Nathan Drake that you see in the four video games um, that are made by Naughty Dog for the PlayStation. Fantastic video games. But uh, but yeah, so so because of that, we ended up with a young Nathan Drake and uh, a young Sully and Mark Wahlberg staying on board to play Sully actually. Um, nice. And then we got Sophia Ali as Chloe, Tati Gabriel as uh, Joe Braddock and Antonio Banderas uh, as whatever that guy's name was, Santiago Moncada. So Something. He died. there you go. That's your main cast. Um, it was filmed mostly in, I believe, Spain. Um, even though the treasure is in the Philippines, they had to kind of, they, they weren't allowed to shoot in the Philippines because of uh, COVID. So they did a lot of the production of Uncharted. Um, uh, where is it? Filming principal photography. Uh, actually, it was near Berlin, Germany. And then they went out to um, shoot scenes in Alicante and Valencia, Spain, including the coastal, coastal town of, uh, of uh, Sabia, I believe sure. it's pronounced. So there's a lot of his shot so, but sounds like you know what you're talking about yeah, I mean this is Wikipedia so you guys can read this too if you want but uh, yeah I mean like I said it, it looks like 2008 was when Sony started developing a film adaptation wow so f- that was 14, 14 years ago 14 years ago um, fun fact the voice of 
Nathan Drake from the video games, Nolan North, is in the movie. Um, he is the guy that's sitting on a beach chair when uh, when Nathan Drake and Chloe like come out of the water after they've been like beached. Uh, I think they just jumped out of the airplane and uh, yeah, had kind of gotten to the beach, walked out of the beach and he's like sitting there and I forget what he says, but that's him. That's Nolan North for you. The wow, voice that's neat. That's a neat Nathan fun fact. Drake himself. Yeah. So yeah, but like, you know, like I said, they, they, the movie itself, um, kind of mixed theatrical reception um it had you know they did a a lot of marketing for the film and various television spots and nfl uh like playoff games and the winter olympics and nba games and all, all over the place um trying to get this uh you know pushed well um and it made a decent amount of money. Uh, I think it surpassed like three hundred. Looks like three hundred and seventy nine million, three hundred seventy three million worldwide, making it the fourth highest grossing film of twenty twenty two. Which you know, on its budget, uh, it's it's gonna double its money probably. Um. So, money wise, it's a success. So money wise, success. Still, I'm sure they were hoping for more. A little bit. Uh, it did not do great in its critic rating approval of 40% with a average to 5.2 out of 10 rating um, and then Metacritic gave it a 45 out of 100 based on 44 critics really not very good uh, so yeah I mean but CinemaScore uh, gave the gave the film a B plus really not okay. bad um yeah, it's really mixed. Like I'd say, after all that, it's it's the reception is maybe about what you'd expect. I think uh, that it some people enjoyed it, some people had fun with it. It made some money. Nobody's nobody's you know going nuts over it and seeing it five times and saying that it's their favorite movie and it deserves an Oscar. So that leads us except for Perry. Uh, well, we'll find out in just a few minutes, won't we? But first, before we get to our thoughts, we're going to hear a little summary of the movie in Wes's words. Yeah, Perry. So, um, imagine, imagine with me, okay? Are you imagining? I'm trying to imagine. Imagine if Indiana Jones and James Bond had a child. And that is Nathan Who was their Drake. surrogate mother? Well, see, Perry, I don't think there was one. Interesting. I think I think the science made an immaculate conception with this child. Mm. Because Tom Holland is a British man uh-huh. who appears as not British in this movie. Uh. So really, it's everything. Where does uh where does puzzle solving Nick Cage uh Benjamin Franklin Gates uh, come into the mix in this child. I would call him more of an inspiration, more of a role model oh. than a father. See, I gave you an opportunity to make him the surrogate mother. Oh, and they could all be involved. Can I take that back and make him the surrogate mother? Yeah. So Nicholas Cage is a surrogate mother <laughs> because um, really there is some of that puzzle-solving nature to it. 
Yeah. So anyway, Perry. So the movie starts out um, with a thirst trap of seeing Tom Holland in a tux, um, dishing out alcohol because that's what everyone wants to see, and I'm sure everyone enjoyed seeing. Um, but then this, he kind of like flirts with this girl, and she's like not having it, and then he takes her bracelet, which I was like, "That's right, you show her, dude." Um, and then Mark Wahlberg decides, "I'm gonna take this opportunity in my life to be a movie dad, but not a real dad." A dad who probably still owes child support. Mm. Um, because that's basically what he does to Tom Holland. Uh, accepts him under his wing while basically making Tom Holland do all of the dirty work. Mm. It reminded me of the moment in Avengers Endgame when Thanos shot and ex- and blew up the Avengers base and came down and Nebula was like talking to him. And he says, go fetch me the stones. She says, what will you do? And he says, wait. <laughs> um, that's the vibe Mark Wahlberg gave me. Mm. Or Sully, I should say. Um, then there was Chloe, who to me seemed like a ripoff Ana de Armas from James Bond. Fair. Um, who I couldn't tell if there was like some 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 like romantic tension between her and the two boys. Or if really she just hated men. Um, Mm. and I would tend to believe that she hated men because she really just loves money. Um, also let's input uh, Antonio Banderas' character who fits the mold of your typical rich Bond villain who just has all these fancy cars and just wants more money and more world domination. Um, and right when he was getting relevant, uh, he died. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah. He, he snoked it. Yep. Um, and then there was this girl who was his sidekick who had a really um, – her haircut I just feel like would only work in this movie. Mm, Braddock? Yeah, Braddock. Braddock. Um, Braddock. There you go. Yeah. So she also – I just felt like they robbed her character of the of the femininity because she was just really not that. Um, anyway – so then she becomes the big baddie, and I'm like, what is going on here? And apparently her and Sully are super enemies, which caught me off guard because she was like 25 and he was like 50. So that was – I've never – no, I have picked a fight with a 50-year-old. So I will take – I will rescind my comment and say that's perfectly normal. At one point, we got lost in like a dungeony type place, and Chloe tried to steal some money. Felt bad for Tom Holland on that one because he really figured out the puzzle there. Uh, Tom Holland also significantly more intuitive and intelligent, I believe, than the other people. We also watched them falling from a plane about three times. Same plane, just multiple times. But it was actually the same time. They just showed it to us multiple times. And then in the end, I guess we're happy family? Question mark? What do you think? I mean, and that's in Wes's words. Well, so the hard thing is because it's because we like it's a prequel. We kind of know where things are gonna eventually go. Go, right? So, yeah, I I am like the critics on this one and have very mixed thoughts, and they kind of boil down to this: Tom Holland does a pretty darn good job for encapsulating a oh, young yeah. young Nathan Drake. 
And, oh, yeah, you did a great job. And there actually is, like, some model to follow because in, I believe it's the fourth game, um, which is a thief's end, if I remember right, um, there is a couple chapters where it kind of goes back and you play as young Nathan Drake for a little bit um, and you learn about him and Sam. Uh, so that's all real. or I mean, that's all that lore all kind of fits together fairly well with Sam and him and um, uh, I feel like he, it talks about how he met Sully in that game though and it's a little it's, it's significantly different than what happened in the movie but whatever uh, different universe it's okay. <laughs> multiverse and then the other thing is so I think they went maybe I think they kind of missed the mark on some characters though well I think they did well with Nathan Drake they really struck out on Chloe, in my mind. Mm. When I think about Chloe from the games, she's like, she's like the temptress. She's like the forbidden fruit, almost. Like, mm. like her character is ba. She's, uh, she's sexy. Like she's suave. Like she's got the swagger and the charm. Like that's that's kind of her character. She's all about the swagger and the charm. And, uh, but she's also like BA, like she fights and, you know, she's on the adventures and whatever. Right. Um, and she's not like an ally. She's kind of, she's someone who pops in and out a couple times. She's not an ally, but yeah. sometimes they end up working together. Sometimes they sort of are working against each other. She's someone you can't really necessarily trust. But, uh, and then there's Elena, who's not in this movie, but she's the main girl in the four games who's like the the trustworthy uh, ally girl. So it's so kind of an antithesis to um, to Chloe, where Elena's more like your conservative, uh, your like normal, kind of normal-seeming girl that doesn't, be- like she did not, she does not belong on the adventure, but she goes on it um, kind of thing. Anyway, yeah, so they missed the mark on Chloe. I just felt like... She was just kind of clumsy, and she like tried to be, like charming and and like have that swagger, and she just missed. Um, yeah, not a great actress for that. Uh, and then Sully, I think they did. Okay. I think Wahlberg was okay, but I think he just kind of like just took to another level of the like comedy and and like all the 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 self-centered money uh, focused, like mm-hmm. the jokes and whatever. They just kind of really went too far, I think, with his character because I think they made him look like a lot worse of a guy. But maybe, you know, like I said, this is a prequel, so maybe he was this way and in the in the games sure. he becomes a much more trustworthy guy. I mean, you see that at the end of the, of the movie. Um, so, anyway... Those are my thoughts on the characters. Wes, what, what do you think? You didn't play the games, but you watched you watched me play them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um What do I think? I actually well mm, how do I say this? I didn't like Sully as a character. Okay. But not probably not for the same reasons you did. I was just like, I don't like this guy. Like two-faced piece of crap you know that was my that was my only thing with him um i 
love anything Tom Holland does. So, and I agree. I think he did a great job. You know, you do you you think he did a great? I job. I do. Yes. Yeah, I think he did a great job. Um, so that was fun. I liked I liked seeing Tom Holland quite a bit actually, and I think. One of my favorite things about seeing Tom Holland in a movie that's not Marvel is the fact that it's not Marvel because we we grow so too, so attached to uh, actors in these massive franchises that we can no longer associate them with anything else. Yeah, like like Ewan McGregor like was in Moulin Rouge and he was and he did a great job in um, uh, the Winnie the Pooh movie. Christopher Robin. Called. Christopher Robin. Um, and a bunch of other things, but he's Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. you know, Fair. and RDJ, like did the Sherlock Holmes movies and a lot of people like those, but like he's Iron Man, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Chris Evans was in Knives Out and he was, Wait, are you sure that RDJ and... isn't Doolittle? Well, we're not, that's, that doesn't <laughs> we're not talking about that. Um, so I really like seeing Tom Holland in a movie like this. Cause it's like, oh yeah, Tom Holland's an actor. He's not just Spider-Man. Yeah. So I liked that a lot, and I th- I think he encapsulated Nathan Drake pretty well from what I know of the character. Mm-hmm. Sully kind of boring, kind of two faced, kind of sucked. Chloe, um, now that you hear now that I hear you talk about who she actually is in the games, very disappointing. Um, because as a generic white male who lives in Indiana, and you say Chloe's supposed to be like sexy and have the sex appeal, Tom Holland was sexier than she was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, like, yeah, I mean, so, like, I didn't, I don't necessarily, like, obviously I'm, I'm all for family movies. And so I'm not saying mm-hmm. like, I'm not saying like use her for sex appeal, I, but right, I'm saying but, that her character needs to be that charming, yeah. sexy swagger, like that she's just kind of and that there's no super swagger, confident yeah. kind of girl. Um, I'm not, yeah. So I'm, that's just, uh, that's just more of a character critic criticism, not necessarily what I need to see in the movie, but of like, right. No, I understand. But there is like a level of doing the character justice, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, you know what I did like that there wasn't a bond girl. Oh yeah. 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 Not that, not a girl to save. Yeah. I mean, that's fair that that doesn't really like happen in the games too much like elena is i mean sure there's some times where he has to like save elena but uh that's the main his main ally in the games and she's pretty darn capable uh and so yeah there's not yeah. a lot of that it's more the treasure hunting yeah um and i think i mean perry you're you'd be more of an expert on this because you actually play the games um we're probably opened up to a more treasure hunting series after this movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, at the in the post credit scene, um, I believe uh, Nate sits down um, to strike a deal with someone by the name of Roman, mm-hmm. um, and immediately I was like, Roman, that's the bad guy, um, Gabriel Roman from the original uh, Drake's Fortune. I believe that's the first one. Let me okay. double check. It's been a while. Yes, it is the first one, Drake's Fortune. And yeah, so so Roman is the main bad guy that. So I don't know if if it's intending to like lead right into the first 
game, this tells me a couple things. It's like, A, they, they give themselves an out for like, okay, this doesn't do great. Maybe they don't make any more. Then mm-hmm. this gives them an out right into the first game. You know what I mean? That they, that they just mentioned Roman. Right. And, and the game lovers know that that's, that's the bad guy of the first game. And and to be, you know, to, to be devil's advocate, like... If you're jumping right into that, you're either saying, okay, maybe there's still a lot of years that go by before this takes place. Because regardless of if it is or it isn't, Tom Holland and Sully do not, like, where they are at the end of that game is still years away from where they are. Like, where they are at the end of the movie is still years away from where they are at the beginning of Drake's Fortune. So there's going to be room if they wanted to have more adventures there um in that like prequel yeah time frame uh but i'm sure they wanted to yeah leave that kind of open-ended but throw that in there um for the for the for the lovers of the games who who know who gabriel roman is um so we'll see i'm 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 curious i it could go either way uh probably goes on probably like more hand uh, hinges on the actors um sure. and and sony i mean We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I, I wouldn't mind seeing another one. Another one. But just because they never introduced Elena, there's still a lot of characters that have never been introduced. Sure. Um, I mean, I want another one. I liked it. I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we never even got to like, okay, how do we actually feel about the movie? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Wes, you said you had fun, good time I had with a lot it. of fun watching it. Yeah, I mean... I really like watching those kinds of movies just because they're fun like james bond like you know it's just a, it's a thriller but you know he's gonna win in the end so it's like not super high stakes uh-huh. and like everything looks pretty you're like mm, i wish i was in spain you know <laughs> um there's some good witty jokes in there like mark, War- mark Wahlberg's a funny guy tom holland's a funny guy um and yeah. like this the, uh i will say one thing that this and this would go to the games, I, and Perry, correct me if I'm wrong, I think your probably favorite part of the games is the fact that you had to solve a puzzle to figure everything out. Uh, sometimes the puzzles got kind of tedious, um, but I did like that it, I like it, I love, I love that it all felt like a big movie adventure. Yeah. Like, that and, was, that was my favorite part. Yeah, and, you know, we got to see them solve some of the puzzles, which I thought was a lot of fun. Yeah. Where, you know, James Bond usually just figures it out because he's James Bond. True. Um, or Indiana Jones would just figure it out by springing all the booby traps and not dying. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I liked it. I had a lot of fun. I was very entertained. Good. Which is the job of a movie, right? Oh, yeah. That's all. I mean, and it and it really didn't do too bad in the audience score. Like, I think the audience as a whole had a good time with it. Um, let me double check. Uh... What's the audience score? Here it is. Let's see. Because it's only got a 41% critic score, but a 90% audience with 5,000 plus verified ratings. So, yeah, what I would say is that at some points, I was really impressed with the movie and how well it I felt it ad- adapted uh, the game, and then at some points, the movie felt like a borderline Disney Channel movie. Hmm. Like, 
Like, I love the... I mean, they they really juiced this scene for all it was worth, but the scene where he he falls out of the plane and is hanging on to the, um, the like, crates or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's straight out of the third game. It is? Um, yeah, so it's exactly... <laughs> that's right. So, literally, that's exactly... That's, like, he's hanging on the, the, the netting from the crates mm-hmm. in Drake's Deception... Uh, he's above the desert in this one, and he kind of, you know, kind of falls into the desert as the plane's crashing. But, but yeah, so they they literally took that from from that game, which is interesting because now that you think about this being a prequel and that coming later, you know that then you're like, wow, uh, what are the odds that I've done this now twice, twice. in my life? <laughs> but uh, oh, I yeah, I thought the way they f- shot that, I was like, wow, this feels like I'm in the game again because it looks very close-up third person mm-hmm. uh, at, at some points and um, and then at a couple other points they like zoomed out which are similar things that they did uh, in the game but I think so I like that scene a lot even though they really overplayed it a little bit and then I liked the pirate ship scene like some of those were really cool where they're like mm-hmm. flying the, the ships and they're fighting on them and they're you know um, so some cool stuff there but then that was there was other times where I was like you know maybe it was uh, I think the scene with like Chloe and Nathan in the like chamber under the streets in Spain and I was like this just doesn't it's just not hitting you know I don't know Hmm. so there were some scenes that I was pretty disappointed in some scenes where I was like this is pretty cool so all in all not bad I was disappointed in Chloe and then this Joe Braddock chick I don't know man I don't know why she needed to kill the I mean I do I don't know she she is not from the games. Um, she wasn't great. Mm. I don't know. Don't feel like she added much. It just felt like she was a very typecasted bad guy, I guess. And I don't, I don't know. know. I, I just didn't love. I just didn't love her. I, Antonio Banderas was was kind of working for me, I guess. But uh, she, when she killed him. Just for the treasure, I don't know. It just didn't feel like I needed that, really. Mm, didn't uh, it didn't sit well. It didn't pay off. Uh, it was just whatever. So she was taking it or leave it. She was whatever. Right, yep. So anyway, so now we get to the fun the, part. The hot rod scale of rating movies. The hot rod scale of rating movies. Wes, what would you give it on the hot rod scale of rating movies? Um... Very correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but a three out of five is you can scrape the joy out of it, correct? Correct. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely scraped plenty of joy out of it. Straight Up Party is five, right? Uh-huh. Cool Beans is four. I didn't scrape enough joy out of it to have a whole pot of Cool Beans to eat. Um, I probably scraped enough joy out of it to like you know let them simmer in the pan and get really excited about them. Um, so, number-wise, that's a three and a half. Okay. Uh, but oh, I was I was plenty entertained. It just wasn't the best movie ever made but that's okay i had a good time yeah Yeah, great awesome yeah i i agree with you i'm gonna give it a scrape the joy out of it three out of five the life is pain and we gotta scrape the joy out of it every chance we get i'm gonna look at my list here yeah you should add mine to the list while you're at yeah three out of five (laughs) so right now i have casino royale three out of five i have ryan the last dragon a three out of five hocus pocus at a three out of five i think i'm gonna put it Hmm, it's definitely under Casino Royale, and 
definitely over Hocus Pocus, but what's the, where's it going to go between Raya or above or after Raya? Right now, I am going to put it above Raya because it does not have Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Perry, I got like berated the other day for saying that Aquafina wasn't that funny. Someone like verbally assaulted me saying how wrong I was. Well, it's let me just the, say it's probably one right. of the same people that thought Shang Chi is one of the best movies of all time. Which it's Wes, your not. three out of five puts it either uh, your three out of fives right now are Blade Runner, uh, Hocus Pocus at sixteen, Blade Runner twenty forty nine at fifteen, Eternals at fourteen, Raveheart at thirteen. Those are all your three out of fives. Um, I probably liked it more than Eternals, but not oh, as much as Braveheart. Not as much Braveheart. Okay. Uncharted. So it's at your 14 spot and my 15 spot. Okay, so we're we're pretty close. Yep. Sounds about right. It was, did I don't regret paying the money to go see it? I'll, oh, I'll not that. at all. No. Not at all. Yep. But I will say that uh, I did watch the Batman. Enjoyed that significantly more. Oh, it was so good. We'll have to talk about that too. Yep. Agreed. All right, that wraps it up. Great getting to talk about another movie with you, Wes. It's been, yeah, been too long. It was, it was good. Guys, go see it if you haven't already. Like, you'll have a good time. Yeah, if it's if it's still in theaters. When I went to see this movie in mid-March, uh, um, No Way Home was still in the theater. I think it is still in the theaters now, at least down here. Yeah. I literally checked. And, I don't know who's going to see it, but, like, more power to know. him. Maybe I should go see it again. Might, maybe. I don't know. It's nothing else. I mean, it's, unless you want to go see Morbius, which I've heard Heard on great authority that it's one of the worst movies that's come out in a long time. So, Bad Guys from DreamWorks, I think, comes out this month as well. So, there's not a lot coming out in April. It's okay. That's okay. Anyway, that's all she wrote for this one. And we'll see you next time. See you, folks.